dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry. Did I say your b- way? You did! Oh, I, cause I wasn't going to say. Because <laughs> I forgot the entire beginning and then remembered and then as I started speaking I forgot which one I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's great. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Every single time we go to record I was like, wait, wait, I've forgotten the thing. <laughs> Oh no, I've remembered. Okay, I on. can't keep it in my head like I can't keep the details of the social media yes, <laughs> either. It's so strange. Anyway, uh, what are we doing today, Kirsty? We are doing The Invitation by Diane Hill. Oh, and I'm very quickly going to try and Google the actual cover because we don't have... Oh, it's, it's a in a collection. It's in a point where a collection. Yeah. I mean, we could, do, we could do that cover, but I it's mean, totally... I don't think that cover has relevance to any of the books. No. I mean, but it could also be all of them because it's so vague. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, we've got a few to choose from okay, here. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to go for that I one. I agree. I think that's the classic one. <laughs> so here we go. So... <laughs> It's got the invitation in What's like that font, fancy gold font, like and how you might write Henry VIII. You might, <laughs> might you? <laughs> uh, and then the image is a picture of a little envelope, and it says RSVP or die. <laughs> it's such oldie worldy writing, isn't it? it? Why have they written looking writing, isn't it? <laughs> oldie worldy writing, <laughs> pasto writing. Kirsty, what shape is that? Um, thing there. What thing? The, the book? The, it's a rectangle. No, the invitation square. on it. Square. Rectangle. Is it a square or a rectangle? It is... I don't know why. Because it'll come up. <laughs> Will it? This sounds thrilling. This... I can't wait for that to come up. Square or rectangle? The oh. least fun game ever. <laughs> I think I would love that. Mm. Okay, it says also a party like no other. That's not scary. I don't know. It's a party of death. <laughs> Did you read the thing on it? RSVP or die? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said it in a very dramatic voice. <laughs> Sorry. Do you actually hear me when I speak or do you just wait until it's your turn? Can you hear like a dog creaking? Dog mouse. creaking? <laughs> a mouse baking or whatever they a do. A mouse baking? <laughs> a dog <laughs> creaking? And a mouse baking? I'm entirely so... <laughs> Entirely sober. I don't really know what's going on. It's this book has driven okay. me over the edge. It's yeah. Shall we just dig in? Do it. I'm ready. Actually, never been more ready. I didn't ever realize that these point horror collections were numbered. Oh, so I this is collection one. What's the relevance of that? Interesting. I. It's not chronological, is it? I'm also very sure that you know it says here Mother's Helper by A. Bays. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to check in the book that we read last week. Nope. I <laughs> I thought it said <laughs> Mother's Helper by Richie Tankersley Cusick. Oh. And I was like, I think A. Bates is a pseudonym and they've let themselves go there. They've told no, us what the truth is. that's a different book called Help Wanted. different book. I can see how you're confused, though. I think it's Am a similar having a setup as well. Are you? <laughs> Feeling all right. What the fuck? Who's the Prime Minister? <laughs> Actually, who, well, is, who the is the Prime Minister, minister right now? <laughs> <laughs> Worst question ever. No. <laughs> yeah, who is? Oh, God. It's only going to get worse. So, why am I reading? I'm not reading so, the book. Let's forget about that. Let's not even think about it. Heather, let's pretend it's 1992. Remember where you are. Um, I'm not dressed for 1992. Neither are well, you, well. which is usually you are. <laughs> am I? <laughs> no. I do like uh, a little floral dress and boots. You are quite gothy. Very 90s. Right now. This is my I'm not going outside, I don't give a fuck outfit. Don't have to pretend to not be a goth. (laughs) Because I'm not going out. Casual goth. Goth ninja. (laughs) Goth goes jogging. (laughs) Sports goth. (laughs) Sports goth must be a thing. (laughs) It must be. I think it probably is, yeah. Like normcore. Oh, God. (laughs) I'll be normcore and you could be sports (laughs) goth. Worst strippers ever. Alternative strip club. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, we should do that. Anyway, 
shall we begin? Let's go. Because I'm ready. there's both loads and not a lot. It's <laughs> very to go through. <laughs> it's very, loads yeah. and nothing. <sighs> God. Okay. So, Cass Rockham is getting ready for her annual fall party. The biggest, best, and most important party in town. Is it going to be? Because it's a teenager's party. <laughs> I bet. There's I bet nobody gives a fuck. Much better parties going on. But everyone buys into her shit. And um, it's all like the <laughs> rich and famous of the school. So like... <laughs> the, the celebs of the school. The celebs of the school. The jocks. The, I was going to say prime ministers, but I meant cheerleaders. Don't mix them up. <laughs> Theresa May is going to be there Next you're having a stroke, I'll be like, who's the cheerleader? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's Boris Johnson. I've forgotten her name even. Althea. She's the cheerleader. Oh, right. I was like, she one of the Tory Al- leadership Althea Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what's happened? What has happened right now? It's only four o'clock. We're I not know. drunk. Jesus. Uh, so. I am going to have a glass of wine tonight though and I'm very excited. Yes, I'm going to get a couple of beers in. Because mm-hmm. uh, we've got a visitor. Uh, it was not. I'm as Why creepy as I made this. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, if I made that sound weird, a little bit, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it's James. Um. <laughs> that clarifies nothing. Cool, thanks. So I'm going to read this to you uh, because Diane Ho has never met an adjective she doesn't like. <laughs> Maybe she gets paid per adjective, not per word. It's ludicrous in this book. <laughs> the invitations were ready. Twin towers of stiff cream-coloured envelopes stood sentry on the heavy antique desk in the sitting room next to Cassandra Rockham's powder blue bedroom. The guest list, a single sheet of lined yellow paper, lay beside the ivory towers. A vivid red check mark stabbed each name. Oh, fuck off. Cass leaned back lazily in the brown stabbed leather chair. Stabbed each name? <laughs> yep. And stretched her legs in, a, in buttery soft suede jeans, lifting them until her booted feet rested on the shiny surface of the desk. Her thick, glossy black hair curved around her ears, brushing against her soft, pale cheeks. Her dark lashes flickered as she guarded the finished list with satisfaction. Failing pages, failing pages. <laughs> so what you could have said there is Cass leaned back in the chair and stretched her legs. Her yep. thick hair, it's just like... Come on. And the whole thing is like that. She has to have two adjectives for every noun. Well, why would you just have one? You when can you can have, have many 12. As you want. <laughs> the world is your thesaurus. Like, oh, this is what one of her father's secretaries would steal Samp and mail the messages. Just say send. Samp. <laughs> steal Samp. Steal, steal? steal and Samp. Steal. Them. So, I think you are having a stroke. I'm not kidding. <laughs> the musician Seal would stamp and mail the envelopes. <laughs> what the fuck? He would stamp on them. <laughs> he would never. He seems nice. He does. Um, yeah, so one, have a day off, Diane. <laughs> Before we even start. Um, so Cass is like crazy rich. Well, she's not, obviously. Her family is crazy rich. Um, and her parents get this they're not the kind of parents who believe in chaperoning teen get-togethers they were cool well, more like i'm a cool mom can't face it yeah. who could yeah fuck that if i was really rich there's not a chance i'd let teenagers have a party in my house no if i was rich i would have a separate shittier house and they can have a party in that house yeah like my cake that i used to have when i was a kid cake for the party guests smash cake yeah well no just for them to eat so i had an entire cake for myself afterwards. oh me <laughs> personal cake we've talked about it before personal house <laughs> personal cake party is house. the title of your memoir it's <laughs> so much about me oh god but yeah so both of her parents are the cool mom from mean girls yeah oh kids love ya do you want anything get you some condoms ah oh, love ya um except they're not even there no, so they, they just, just left the condoms in a bowl. They just fuck off. They're not in the book. So, Cass is writing out her envelopes. There's a weird thing where she has to have all the chapters lead onto the next chapter, doesn't it? So, like, like it's a film. So we see an envelope I with someone's name on it. I think a lot of these it. are written like screenplay to be a film. Yeah. yeah, like we'll see someone's name on an envelope, and then the next scene will be in their house. Oh yeah, really weird. From a writing perspective, That's not from true. a movie it's like perspective. a camera angle thing. Yeah, like shot. Okay. 
that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those sounds were. Yep. Hello. I know screenplay tones. <laughs> Shot, slice, cut, action. <laughs> That's your whole screenplay. <laughs> cut, print, the end. <laughs> action. <laughs> what was I watching? Recently, and someone kept... It was like they were filming someone and she kept getting it wrong and then saying, oh, cut, action. And they were like, no, actually, you don't do that. I can't remember what that was. It was really funny. So, who's receiving these invites? I must also (laughs) do the screenplay thing. I don't know. Who is it? Well, one of them, let me tell you, is Sarah Drew, who is a pretty serious violin player. (laughs) Pretty and serious or just serious? Mm, Both. Okay. She practices from half three to half six every single day. That is... Like half 3 p.m. What? Sorry, <laughs> half 3 p.m. What time does school finish? About half 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so she teleports home. <laughs> Finishes about quarter past three, doesn't oh, it? Right, so then. she lives ten minutes. Okay. Then. Has an orange juice and then starts. Sweet I just think that's nice. crazy. That's I don't have that much self like. Oh, what's the word? Stamina. Stamina, or when you're like strict with yourself. I don't know. What's it called when you're sad for the past? I don't know. I couldn't do that now. I couldn't do anything yeah. from half three to half six every day. That is so much willpower. You could. You could do some stuff. A nap. <laughs> Lying down. Write. Having a drink. Not every day. I just mm, won't be able to keep up with it. No. She's been doing it for years. So she's really good at violin. She she's really good, good at violin. We got on about it so much that it must be relevant. <laughs> Spoilers, it's not. Okay. But she receives an invite. I mean, nothing is really relevant. No, the whole... No, okay. It's ridiculous um she receives an invite to this party and is immediately suspicious because she's not one of the cool kids and she doesn't even really want to go because she thinks they're all shitheads which they are they are uh and then also her friend ellie whittier 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 uh, do you know everyone else says christopher walken (laughs) not christopher walken have you asked people i've heard other people say it recently (laughs) and i just made a note of it like walken yeah. That's weird though. No. You gotta say, he's not, it's not walk. It's not the word walk. It's, okay. That's just how you say it. <laughs> Ellie Walken, <laughs> Mag- Maggie Delaney, Shane Magruder, <laughs> and Donald Neeson. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Already lost track of them. Why do we need to get all their names? Oh, I don't know. It's not like the names ever come into play. I know. Right? Like, come on. I will say it's not as bad as the other ones. It's not as bad as usual where she's got 64 characters. Yeah. Um, although she has got implied characters in this. Anyway, Ellie is really excited about the invitation and the rest are sort of like tepid, but are like, well, we've been invited. We have to go. Everyone has to go. Sarah doesn't want to. I wouldn't. Number one, just because someone asks you to do something, that doesn't mean you have to do it. No. Even if that's, you know, implied to be like a status thing mm. rich people aren't good man don't go and hang around with them although i probably would want to go in the house i mean if they've got a pool i would go and heated in the pool, pool and a sauna i would go just for the pool. yeah okay go go sarah she agrees to go okay um she heard you mainly because she fancies a guy called riley white mm. weird name suspicious um and also donald fancies maggie even though he has a girlfriend he met at summer camp called dolly which is also completely irrelevant for the yeah. entire thing. Is she meant to be a sort of red herring, though? Yeah. A red dolly. A red dolly. How old are these people? Donald, Maggie, and Dolly. <laughs> I guess they're, yeah, they're old people names. I mean, someone's called Donald. It's quite common here to be called Donald. Oh, that's true. I know quite a young Donald. Mm-hmm. But I obviously saw Trump and Parton, which is an unholy uh, yeah. union of... I mean, he shouldn't be allowed near her. That's true. And I hope he never is. Um, so yeah, there's a whole subplot about that. I'm going to read you a little bit here. <clears throat> bit here. Here. <laughs> I'm going to read you, read you a little bit here. That's West Country. <laughs> yeah, please. Right, sorry. <laughs> Don't know my English accent that well. Sarah knew instantly why they were on her front porch. Maggie's thickly lashed brown eyes. <laughs> Come on. We're gleaming with excitement. In one hand, which she thrust triumphantly towards Sarah, lay another of the cream-coloured rectangles. Oh, my God. 
I think she wrote this book, there weren't enough words, and she just went through and added an adjective or an adverb but also, to everything. cream-coloured rectangles, you mean the invitation? And then later on, she calls them precious rectangles. Precious <laughs> rectangles. Are we just describing that's everything a, as the name of my bookshop? Precious rectangles. <laughs> you can't just describe everything by shape. Like, oh, I ordered a pizza. They delivered the precious circle. <laughs> they, they delivered the cheese circle. <laughs> I got some new glasses yesterday and now I'm wearing my new double circles on my face. So weird. So strange, isn't it? Mm. Why would you do that? I lifted the paper rectangle and <laughs> split it the down the middle. rectangle. That was a book, by the way. Was it? That I was describing. Oh, okay. Yes. It's weird because you—it's a—that's a flat descriptor. Oh yeah. And you'd need what's it called? The uh, oblong. No. Oblong. Yeah. The what's cube? Cuboid. Cuboid. There we go. I lifted the papery cuboid. I feel like cuboid's gone out of fashion. You don't hear kids say it these days. You should do a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> Only cuboid kids remember. <laughs> you do know these words for shapes. You know you were born in the nineties. <laughs> As if you don't know when you're born. What's a rhombus? <laughs> I, I love things that are like, um, if you like this, you know how old you are. I know how old I am. Yeah. Why? Stop helping me. Um, so, essentially. Stop helping me. I don't need your help. <laughs> I don't need your help. <laughs> I can go and look at my birth certificate. <laughs> I don't need to look at my birth certificate <laughs> to know how old I am. <laughs> well, you never know. Do you, do you have it written on the inside of your hand, just in case? I have on a <gasps> how form... Written my date of birth and got the date, the day in the month, and then put uh, 2019. Oh yeah, all the time. Like, oh, that's not right. All the time. Yeah. Because that's obvious. Yeah. It's yeah. Anyway. So there's a lot of going round and round the characters in this book. Like we see one, we see Sarah do thing, and then we see Maggie doing it, and then we see Shane doing it, and then we see Donald doing it, and then we're back round at Sarah again. Which is really quite annoying. It's almost like she hasn't got enough story. But it's also like it's a screenplay. Film. Oh, yeah. Like, we must show everyone. Not really. <laughs> you don't need to show all five characters doing the same thing. It's implied. And that's true. Um, so the first time is them all getting a reaction to the invite. The second time is uh, how they live at home. So we get this backstory about their families. And the third one is them all getting ready for the party. I'm gonna. Thrilling. I'm gonna tell you what dresses they wear, but that's later on in fashion. Um, so yeah, it's a mm, bit tedious and like there's a lot of red herring in this book actually. So then now mm -hmm. I think about it, that's why we learn about the characters. So we learn that Ellie's older sister Ruth is jealous and spiteful. She's a real piece of work. Isn't She's she? horrible. Really horrible for like no apparent reason. Um, we also find out that Shane has a past. <gasps> Something happened he's back a in. <laughs> she. It's a she. Oh, Shane. she's a pasto. Did you read this book? I'm mixing them all up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did text you. I was like, oh, I'm on page two, and I've lost track of these characters already. <laughs> and we had um, an ambiguously named character in the last book. Mm, we had Ryan. That's true. Now we've got Shane. When I was little, and I played at being different characters, I was always a girl with a boy's name. In America. Like George from Famous Five. Yes, who was the best one. Mm. Do you think George would be trans? No. Or just a butch lesbian, maybe. But they all refer... Mm, they all refer to George as George. And no one ever really referred to as a girl. Mm, maybe. Is that quite progressive? No. <laughs> Enid Blyton? <laughs> Have you she... read any Enid Blyton lately? <laughs> Not lately. Is it really bad? Racist as fuck. I mean, she did have like Dick and Fanny and stuff, didn't she? I know, but they weren't. They were racist. <laughs> <laughs> they were not meant to be funny or like references. People were just called that. Yeah, I think she was like anti Semitic, wasn't she? Well, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, that says terrible things about gypsies and about Irish people as well. Oh yeah, is it Enid Blyton where there's a black character called Sooty Lenoir? Youch. <laughs> Which is, oh, sharp intake of breath stuff. Yeah. I kind of, maybe let's do maybe Enid Blyton. Maybe I'm thinking of Agatha Christie. There's definitely some anti-Irish stuff in Enid Blyton because I remember it from when I was a kid and thinking it was weird. Anti-Irish stuff? Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, yeah, there's some horrible racist shit and like quite a lot of classist stuff. Oh, definitely. Stuff as well. 
well, anyway. Yeah. Of its uh, time. Not that that makes it okay, but you know. Yeah. We can just hate it. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, we've got a Shane. So Shane, the girl. <laughs> and Timmy, the dog. <laughs> I don't know what that is. From, in the, from the Famous Five show. I don't Julian think I Dick ever saw the show. Timmy, the dog. I only read the books. We had a VHS. Oh. <laughs> when you don't know a thing, you look at me. With this really particular, like, what the it's fuck are you face. doing? Just my face. Just my actual face. My <laughs> neutral expression looks very judgmental. So, uh, girl Shane has a past. Something happened. And her, she transferred to this school. Transferred. 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 Not transferred. Transferred. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and her mom's freaking out. Because she thinks this party means that she can make the right kind of friends. And by right kind, she means rich. White. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're probably, yeah. yeah. Rich and white. Um, and they live in a white house, don't they? A very white house. So. <laughs> do you play tennis? I'm not saying. <laughs> How many tennis rackets do you own? Because if it's more than two, you can get fucked. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> more than thing. two? Who would have more than two? <laughs> Who's got more than one friend? I ask you. <laughs> You can have one tennis rack each and no more. Um, and if you break it, tough shit. <laughs> so yeah, Shane's mum's very pushy. I mean, like, go to the party, go to the party. Um, and all the girls have found perfect dresses that make them feel thin because that's the most important thing <laughs> if you're a woman. Um, and in a weird bit, Ellie has found like an especially perfect one, which I will say sounds great. It sounds like I would wear it. I'll describe it later. Um, and then she goes to the bathroom and Ruth throws nail varnish all over it. This is horrible. She's just like a dick, yeah. There's no need to be like that. And then it, we there's this whole rigmarole about how Ellie has to wear one of her mum's dresses. Why don't you just wear the one that's got nail varnish on it? Like, it's already completely brightly coloured. Yeah. And it's, I'd just be like, I'm wearing this because my sister fucked it up, but I really like the dress. If you own it, no one cares. Yeah, that's What true. are they going to call you? Nail varnish gal? Probably. Well, yeah. That was the, the last level one? of Stick humor. girl. Yeah. <laughs> So Your nail varnish dress. <laughs> we just describe what things are, and it's somehow a slur. <laughs> I once had a hat on because it was winter, like a woolly hat, and I was walking down the street, and a guy went past me and went, hat? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Some men in a van. Um, men in van. <laughs> men in van. Men in van uh, yelled out a very homophobic insult. To David Bloomfield because he was wearing pink trousers. Oh dear. And yeah, and I think drew attention to the pink trousers. Like, what? Who do you think doesn't know that you're wearing pink trousers? Do you like know what I mean? Look down and go, what? <laughs> I thought these were red. <laughs> oh my god, I they thought this faded. was a dress. <laughs> um, um, did I tell you when I was walking home from a gig with my girlfriend at the time, we were holding hands just walking down the street, and a guy went past us and sort of leaned in and went, Lesbians. <laughs> you have to <laughs> just like say what you see. <laughs> Maybe a lot of men just go around the world saying what they see. Lesbians. <laughs> you don't horrible racial slur. I mean, I know that we literally are spending an entire hour solid talking, but you don't always have to be saying things. It's <laughs> yeah. okay to just sometimes not say a thing. David's mum does a good number in um, pointing at things in the car and just saying what she sees. Oh, <laughs> oh tree. I'm always very suspicious. The, the only time it's okay to do this is if you see a cow or a horse in a field and then you have to comment. You have to go, horses or cow. I don't know why. I don't make the rules. That's what they are. David's mum does this thing where she uh, like screams in panic while someone else is driving, which is really alarming. But then she'll be like, oh God, oh God, oh look, I curl you. <laughs> so it'll be like a really particular type of bird, but she'll have caused a three car pileup. Curl you panic. To kill you. <laughs> yes. I did that once when my best mate was driving because I saw loads of children worshipping a wicker rabbit. I, I'm pretty sure that's what was going on. That's amazing. Wasn't it? I'm going to write a story about it. That is amazing. But it was an Easter bunny as well. But it was made out of wicker and I was like, surely you've seen that movie. Were they setting it on fire? It was just all around the base of it. Was there a man inside it? It was so weird. Maybe there was a Christ inside it. That's amazing. Whatever you stumbled on, I'm into it. I know, and it was like in Wales as well, so you never know what's going on in Wales. All kinds of things. I was going to say, I'm always very suspicious when people say something and then they go, well, it had to be said. Because I always think, well, did it? Did it? Did it have to be? (laughs) 
definitely not. You mean you wanted you to wanted say it. You wanted to say it. That's and you just happened. don't want anyone to criticise you. <laughs> had to be said. <laughs> Curl you. Had to be said. <laughs> I just couldn't let it slide. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to let you all know there was a curl you over there. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I have to Google the... Anyway. So they all go to the party. <clears throat> and surprise, surprise, Cass doesn't know any of their names. What? Which I think she would have had to learn them to invite them to the... To, anyway. Um, and they're going to play musical chairs at mm-hmm. a rich person's rich, rich, rich party. Are they Chippendale chairs? Maybe Strippers. Maybe showing off. <laughs> Just... Uh, shiny men we've paid pretending the, to be chairs. We've paid the Chippendale <laughs> on their laps <laughs> to come and be your chairs. Yeah. Oh God, that I would not really sit on a Chippendale. Confused me as a child because I'd heard of Chippendales being like topless men who dance, and then I think it was on Antiques Roadshow or something they referred to Chippendales, and I was like, How much are they worth? And then also there was Chippendale <laughs> Rescue Rangers. So then I was like, Are these things all linked somehow? Uh, Chippendale are strippers on a lot of antique chairs. They're made out of chipmunks. There's got to be that. Are like, they chipmunks? Chippendale. Are they squirrels? What are they? Are they chipmunks. Are they bears? Are they dogs? <laughs> Famously are chipmunks. They? Are they chipmunks? Okay, cool. Did Chip not give it away? I mean, yeah, but Dale didn't. I think that was Dale mainly Winton? for the pun. Chip and Dale. Oh my God, please let's rewrite Chip and Dale to be a Chip and Dale and Dale Winton. And Dale Winton. <laughs> My best mate's dog is called Winnie, and I like to pretend it's short for Dale Winton. So Aww. just call her Dale all the time. Dale. She doesn't like me very much, so. It's what, fine. the dog? Yeah. I don't know if dogs get jokes. We've had this. <laughs> She's laughing at all. Come on. Rosie gets me. Don't you, Rosie? She's got her head behind no. the curtain. Oh, that's a nice look. She's hiding here. Um, you're famous on the internet, do you know? Except some people think you're a cat. <laughs> think you're a cat. That's a death stare right there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, here's how musical dick chairs is going to work. Um, musical dicks? That's <laughs> definitely a game that people have played. I've played that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Carry on. I wish I hadn't. Um, okay, so the first five people... What music was it? <laughs> Very much the Chippendales dancing music. Really? No. Um, I haven't actually played that. It was a joke oh, about... Oh, I really believed you. No, it was... A... What I've done here is use a self-referential <laughs> manner of comedy... <laughs> To joke about a sort of character I of myself rather than factual I didn't analysis. Question that for a second. <laughs> I've done. Wow. What wow. do you actually think of me and how I get on I'm with my weekends? You are. It is nice. That Anything you, so you want to do is really not my business. I support you. In I was, all your endeavors. I was mainly joking about like twenties dating style, and I not see. even really my own. <laughs> I just thought it was like a game that you played at home. See, Sometimes. what we do in this podcast, Kirsty, <laughs> is that we play <laughs> versions of ourselves. <laughs> and people are listening at home. <laughs> if one was to play musical dicks, what, what is the right music? No. Closer See, by Nanny. Oh, it? that's too sexy. Is it too literal? Um, what's that, like, yakety sax? <laughs> Crazy frog. <laughs> No, no, that's not Crazy Frog, but all you could have Crazy Frog. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Well, I don't know. Any Why would you have v- Animaniacs or whatever that was? <laughs> but we are getting... <laughs> wow. What even is reality? It's nearly wine o'clock. It's okay. <laughs> Let me tell you about this game. Okay, cool. So the first five to go out get consolation prizes, which I assume is one of the musical dicks. <laughs> Because they're taken away to a separate room. So maybe it is. Do you think there are vibrators that play music? There must be. What music? I'm so intrigued Whatever by you want. It's the 21st century, mate. I have seen you can get ones that you connect to your phone and like oh, they play music. Them. And you've just, just seen them in a catalogue. In my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh. Oh, that one got anyway. me. Anyway, uh, so this fucking game. I'm Sorry. going to describe it. <laughs> the first, this completely inconsequential as well, really. The first five to go out get consolation prizes, and then the game is over. I'm always going to find that phrase funny now. <laughs> consolation dicks, and then the game is done, which is not how you play. No, no. You know, once when I was at uni, we went to this roller bar, which was a walking A and E 
fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so many people got hurt at that roller bar. But um, they had so a... you roller skate and drink? Yeah. Uh-oh. But <laughs> bad times. My friend got a chair thrown at her head in that bar. That's it was... not how you skate, though. <laughs> yeah. It was from the milieu of people falling oh, over. No, it wasn't. Um, and my friend Haley, who's very aggressive um, and competitive, played musical chairs there one time. And it was <laughs> a shit show. I'm Oof. surprised someone didn't break their arm. Someone did break their ankle one time we went there. But yeah, musical chairs gets aggressive. Probably they didn't get shut down. Quickly, probably. <laughs> um, so, long story short, of course, the five friends are the ones who are out. Although, can you fix musical yeah. chairs? Yeah, you could. Because you turn the music off when they're yeah. furthest away. Okay. Um, and they each get taken away by one of Cass's friends to a separate location. Now, why would you go... I'll be like, no, thanks. No, thanks. Well, I'm probably going to go home, actually. Yeah. This is a shit party. You've played musical chairs. <laughs> no, thanks. It does sound shit. Is this really meant to be the party of the year? I don't think so. Right? So they do all go with their random, like, chaperone to a strange place. Um, and surprise, surprise, they Never all go... go to a second location. Don't go to a second location. If I location. learned one thing from true crime podcasts... It's never go to a second location. And don't go alone. And don't go with people who you already know probably don't like you. Mm. Like, what the fuck? So, surprise, surprise, they all get locked in a room alone. Separately. Not mm-hmm. together. Separate rooms. Um, and weirdly, and it's strange that they notice, each, each room has a roll of coloured stickers by the door. Huh. Interesting. Which I was imagining, you know, like, if you go to an art gallery and they put the sticker on to say somebody's bought Sold. it. Yeah. Which I was like... Uh, that's dark. finding this really dark. Yeah. Somebody's bought them. I mean, the game itself is really dark, which, let me tell you the game. They, uh, each of the faces comes up on a CCTV screen. So the screen that they're, they stop playing the game. They stop playing musical chairs. And then they all sit and look it at these. It was a decoy game. It was a decoy game. And there's five TV screens. And each of the rooms that the people have been put in have a, uh, I've explained this really badly, have mm. a camera in them. I understand. And they can see each person on CCTV. So they've locked, they've trapped these human people in rooms, which is fucked up. This is a bit like Saw. Yeah, it kind of is, except really it's not. not. As gory, is that? Yeah, it would have been better if it was that. Um, and then the game is that everyone has to go around and find them, but not let them free. Take a sticker and put it on a little card. Right, which is cruel. And also kind of boring. And also, I don't want to go near a room that someone is trapped in and they can see me out because they've yeah. got like glass doors and stuff. And then just not free them. And because that person will be so angry at you. Because like, you'll see them at school tomorrow. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, remember when you trapped me in a fucking room and didn't let me out and just got a sticker nearby? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I feel really bad about that. Actually, mm-hmm. It's not cool. Um, and as someone, they did that thing of having a character explain why it's bullshit, mm-hmm. which is not ever a good don't idea. If you know it's bullshit, don't draw attention to it. Yeah, just change the book. So a character says, why use the people? Then it's <laughs> if we're just hunting the stickers, it's not a people hunt. It's just a stupid sticker hunt. Yes, therein lies the crux of this book. She could have just made it anything. But then it's not as mean. Then it's not as mean. <sighs> but they're not allowed to free the people. <laughs> free the people. Um... So Riley, remember him, Riley mm, White, who mm-hmm. she fancies? He won't play because he's Riley a good Whitey. guy. Riley Whitey. Riley Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> Most people... Uh, the, White Rye. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, the party seems sort of uninterested, but like a few play, uh, Riley won't. And he says he's going to find them and save them, which is a little bit savior complex. Although they do need him to save them also. So I'll sort of go over who's where. Maggie's in a pantry. Someone opens the door of the pantry, but it's an assailant. <gasps> an assailant? Yeah. I don't hear that word every day. <laughs> the assailant. Unless you work for the police, maybe. Yeah, or crime scene investigation, or write uh, crime novels. Oh, right. um, <laughs> <blue> face. <laughs> wow, you went full juvenile. <laughs> You with your big words I like a phalanx. <laughs> right, stick girl. Stinky face. Stinky Bob. <laughs> so Maggie Gyllenhaal is bound, gagged, uh, and taken to a That's garage. Secretary. It is... Oh, I wish. Mm-hmm. That movie's that so hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Um, she's bound and gagged. James Spader is at his peak in that film. 
I mean, he's good. You don't mean he's hot. Yeah, I do. Oh. It's a good job you're a lesbian. Because <laughs> you have the worst taste in men. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He is hot. Is he hot in that film? Am I, am I, I might also be in my head um, cutting out him from Stargate and putting him in that film. I don't know what these words you're saying. I assume he's in Stargate. Really, a lot of white dudes look really similar. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're both having strokes. Maybe there's a gas leak in this flood. The gas leak is rosier, but <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Anyway, she Maggie. She has parts that smell like cauliflower and she doesn't even eat cauliflower. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal from Secretary, yeah. when she's in the bridal dress, is bound, gagged, and taken to a garage in which there is a car and she's thrown into the car that has all its handles removed and the car is locked in the garage and the car is turned on. Which is quite horrible because you, you'll, you'll die really quickly as well. Mm. And she's like, she's bound and gagged so she can't speak. I guess she can see. But like, there's a whole tedious bit about like she tries to go for the thing but then it's an automatic oh it's not an automatic it's a it's got gears it's like a manual but then she's like could you not please um and then oh no shush yes how dare you um and they go they're going about like oh but it's a european car so this and i was like i don't think Okay, fine. Boring. Just had to fill pages. Yeah, they did. But she does sort of manage to get... Um, actually, while she's dealing... While she's trying to get out of the car, Sarah, um, who is in the music room with heavy metal rock music blaring... Heavy metal rock? <laughs> heavy metal rock music. Wow. Rocks aren't made of metal. Um, but she gets out of there with a credit card. Isn't that a thing people can actually do? I mean, in films they can. I don't know if they can in real. How would you do the lock? I feel like locks are beyond that now i mean now i don't know it depends what kind of lock i suppose but surely only one of those like that you get on like a front door yeah yeah i don't think it would work but anyway she gets out of there and she finds riley easily and they're gonna go and save everyone cool um (laughs) (laughs) ellie is also taken to another mysterious place by our assailant (gasps) and then someone at the party notices that three of the captives aren't on the video anymore uh and no one gives a fuck are they even looking for them Kind of a few are, but okay. like a lot of them probably having sex, smoking a joint, still doing some things. Yeah. What would you do in a big house if you were there swim. for a party? Go in the swimming pool. Have sex in the swimming pool. No. No. I'd be in the sauna, you actually. You want chlorine in your badge, really. Not really. No. <laughs> probably bad for it. Um, bad for the pool and bad for your badge. Yes. So... Donald also gets moved. So they're all getting taken, aren't they, by someone? But why would you do that? Because it would why ruin would the you? game. You've not... I don't you? understand. Um, and Maggie eventually does kind of, like, fight her way out of the car situation by uh, ploughing it through a garage door. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> really does manage to just, like, woof, and, like... And she's out. And then Sarah and Riley find her, uh, and she's not dead. Okay. Which is cool. But... You'd still be, like, poisoned quite horribly, wouldn't you? Like, you would die very quickly in a car. Well, you would be quite sick, I think. Yeah. But they don't... They don't... She's just... They're just fine. They're like, okay, okay cool. Um, and then they find Cass, and they're like, what are you doing? You're killing people. And she's like, no, I just kidnapped them and locked them all in separate rooms. I don't know anything about this dragging them out and trying to kill them. Would you believe her? No. What I would do now is call the police. Yeah. On her. Yeah. Because we still don't know where four of the people are. And also, no one's been do no one's been drinking or taking drugs, so there's no reason that you wouldn't call the police. And even if they are, you don't like them. Oh yeah. That's so true. why would you worry about it? I'd be like, you all can all get fucking arrested. I don't care. Yeah, I would call. Look them at all just these. To be a dick, basically. She's been poisoned. Where are the rest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's a really funny bit where Shane is in. They're all in darkened rooms, so they can't. They don't know where they are. Um, but Shane is like bound up and stuff and sees that there's a cat nearby. And he's like, oh yeah, cat, come over and help me. And then the cat just scratches the fuck out of her. <laughs> is that right? Just dick cat. Like They are though, aren't they? Have you not seen all those videos of the cats that just push things off <laughs> the edges of shelves? I love cats. For no fucking reason. That's so good. It's like, <laughs> My nope. mate said her son does that. And she gets so annoyed, but like, because he's little, you can't really shout at him. But how little? Just like uh, two, I think. 
they'd go through a period of just being like getting a thing and just going yeah she says they'll like at, like make it clear that he wants an item like a bit of like kiwi or whatever that she's got and he'll take it just fucking <laughs> fling it behind him and she's like great cheers but like we can't get that angry at a two-year-old really can you but you're just like why did you do that they just take everything off their little like high chair and just like fuck it on the ground oh yeah on the ground why fuck that because they're learning their power that's when kids get awful yeah when i mean i love them but yeah it's when they learn their power it's like when um my little nephew was three and he defied me in the um museum of what's it called like the medical museum in edinburgh royal surgeon's halls okay um and then i was very i let him finish what he was doing and i was like sam you didn't do as I told you there. And he went, I do what I want. <laughs> Which is Ooh. the funniest thing for a three-year-old to say because it's so far from being true. Did you just laugh? Like, no, you fucking don't. I was mate. like, I made him feel so bad. I was like, well, Uncle David, who he really loves, was very disappointed in you. And he was like, I do what I want. <laughs> oh! And he said a lot of the kids at her old work, because she, she works with different groups of kids now, but she used to work with like... um kids primary school kids with um, additional support needs but they would always have to like argue with her even though they also were doing what she said so she would say like okay you go and sit in your chair and they would be like no as they are sitting in the chair <laughs> i won't i won't even but i am, I am. <laughs> sam would i just that. have to say that i won't <laughs> sam would get sent to bed and he's such a good boy that he would go but he'd cry so he'd just immediately start crying and then just come around and give you a little good night kiss so he'd be like <laughs> wander off crying to bed he was so oh. good <laughs> oh, there's like a picture of him getting out of a bath just covered in a bath towel just thousand yard stare like oh god I've been back <laughs> that was like we don't really give Rosie a lot of baths just because she's like short hair so you can just brush her really but a couple of times we have given her a bath and she's like quite obedient but she hates it so much and she just like crouches in the bath just giving me this look like, why? Why? I'm in a bath. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I've made me wet. <laughs> I hate this so much. I love it. It's so funny. Oh, God. So by this time, you've, you'll, you'll have stopped caring who's hidden and who's not hidden. Oh, yeah. And you're way behind I me. Caring? <laughs> Immediately when it started, I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm just picturing Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's all I can see now. Yeah, just she's hot, but almost dead. Okay. And then, oh, that's Can you good. even remember the names of the rest of them? Tyler. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Frank. David. <laughs> name all the no. people I know. <laughs> so we had Donald, Maggie, oh, yeah, Sarah, Shane, and Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Donald, they find in a freezer, <laughs> almost dead. Oh, no. That's uh, a big freezer. Yeah, and they're like weird spaces. It's like, well, remember, there's that weird old school freezer that we've got, <laughs> but the catering staff won't let you in. Weird. Um, so, when they find Donald almost dead, they call the emergency services, but no one gives a shit about carbon monoxide Maggie. <laughs> Fuck you, Maggie. She's like, thanks. I can't breathe. A man's hurt now. It's time to go in an ambulance. And they kick her out of the way to get yeah. in the <laughs> Women's pain is not taken seriously. Is everyone else okay? <laughs> yes, that sounds like everyone's okay. Everyone's fine. There's no one who's been almost poisoned. No. <sighs> okay, no, everyone's no, fine. I think, cool. can, Bye. Excuse me, can you move out of the way off the floor? We're trying to get Donald into the ambulance. <laughs> How rude. Um... So yeah, like the game's kind of still going on and kind of not now because mm. yeah, weird. So then someone named uh, Lynn. You know how we've not had some characters, <laughs> we've not had lot of, loads of characters we don't need. Well, here's one. Uh, cool. Lynn. We've had quite a lot of characters. So I thought, have you seen Alan Partridge much? No, have not at ever? all. The, literally the only Alan Partridge I know is the multiple impressions that you've done on this podcast. <laughs> well, he has an assistant called Lynn. Who's quite like a homely Christian woman, but very cool. Um, so I imagined her immediately, or uh, Manuel Miranda. Okay. So imagine no. whichever of those you would like, although Rosie. not Linwell, Lin Manuel no, Miranda. Rosie, lie down. Because I hate lie it. down. Oh, that is. You've Sorry. been you've been wronged, dog. I know, but stay there because you'll tangle up the mic wires. Go and lie down. You're such a jobby. You lie already down. you already pulled all the mic wires out <laughs> once today, and we weren't very happy. When the fishman came. When the, when the fishman came. <laughs> Um, 
so yeah, so if just someone rings, someone just rings the house and then they're like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, someone named Lynn is after Shane. And I was like, well, weird. Weird. Why did you write it that way? Strange. Um, and then Sarah teams up with a random girl called Gwen. I'm so glad Stephanie. we've got more characters because I felt like we didn't have enough. And they're coming in like three quarters of the way through. Why is it? That's not how you plot. The plot sediment is again all down the bottom. Mm, um, it's settled. And then Ellie is dying of heat in a sauna. Uh-oh. Again, death of heat. This is all very filmic, isn't it? It's like yeah. a really naff horror film. Yes. And like, we always get them dying of heat. Oh, pardon me, that was a <laughs> 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 Sorry. I feel that like was, that took you by surprise. It was, it was Rosie. Rosie, don't burp. <laughs> um, yeah, we always get them in like a shower or a sauna or some sort of hot environment, hot closet. She's hot, as, hot, a hot, as, a hot as a hot closet. closet. She's hotter than a hot closet. Uh, but then she doesn't die because Riley finds her in there. Riley's a real bitch, isn't he? <laughs> Just <laughs> finding everyone. Anyway. You would, um, you would be grateful for that if you were lost and Riley found you. In a, in a hot closet. In a hot closet. <laughs> hot closet. Hot closet. Um, so Lynn, remember her? From just moments ago, finds Shane. Cool. Here's Shane's well, that's backstory. Who she was looking for, so that's she was. Handy. That's good for her, isn't it? Well mm-hmm. done, Lynn. Uh, <laughs> so here's the backstory. Okay, I'm ready. Back in Rockford Port, <laughs> where they used to live, they Lynn and Shane were friends, and they stole a five thousand dollar ring. What? So I thought by this point they'd like murdered that's a someone. Big ring. I thought they'd murdered someone. They've just nicked a ring. It's a very expensive ring. Fine, but. It's just like one theft. And 90s money, so it's, what, six A million pounds now. (laughs) 5,000 million pounds now. Um, And then they got caught by the police because they're probably very inept. Uh, And then Lynn pinned it all on Shane, even though Shane didn't really want to steal it in the first place. Lynn the pinner. And the shame of this. So Lynn the pinner and the shame of Shane. (laughs) (laughs) That's like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but like the sequel. Um, so this caused their family to move towns. Is that that much of a big deal? Kids, I mean, kids thieve a lot. I don't know. Depends Five grand is a guess. How a lot of money. Puritanical your town is. But yeah, like they moved her away from all of her friends. Although that's why she wants to get with the mm. good friends. But yeah, Lynn. That's why her mum cared about that. Lynn is very annoyed that Shane moved away and left her to face the music. She's annoyed. She's very annoyed. <laughs> That sounds like a washing powder. It's <laughs> Lenore. Be Lenoid. I would be. She's a very Lenoid. I would be Lenoid. <laughs> I've got Lenore on me. <laughs> she's a so Lenoid. <laughs> so, it also sounds like a really specific type of hemorrhoid. Oh. So, you've got a Lenoid. I'm sorry. You have to. I don't know what you do. Put Lenore on them. <laughs> oh. Oh, they'll be so soft. <laughs> well, that's good, right? So when you sit on them, they'd be comfy. Mm. Oh. Sit on them? Hemorrhoids. Well, they come out your bum, don't they? Not that big, are they? I don't know. I've never are encountered one. I, I'm imagining them as like a blow-up cushion now. They're not that big, are if they? If you've had hemorrhoids... <laughs> I mean, they're small, surely. I don't know how big they are. I mean, they have to be small enough to come out of your bum. I, mean, I suppose so you can get quite a lot in a bum, can't you? <laughs> and out. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> wow. Anyway. I really feel like the quality of content has <laughs> taken a nosedive in this series. We're like small children. It's all bums. <laughs> I blame you, actually. I know, it has been me. It has been you quite yeah. a lot. Which is weird, because usually it's me. So, uh, ambulances, ambulances take Ellie, Maggie and Donald away. I don't really know why a lot of this has been happening. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of completely irrelevant. All of it's kind of pointless. It's like five different plots that she's all put together. Mm. It's like she had loads left over from her other shit books. She was like, I've got this bit about a sauna and then this bit about a car. And then this bit about a thief and then this bit Mm. about, like, a party. And then it's, yeah, it's like a collage of other books Mm -hmm. (laughs) that she's put together into one completely unsatisfying book. (laughs) Anyway... Finally, Cass... Something that is less than the sum of its parts. Yeah, somehow less than the sum of all of its many parts. Cass, remember her, throwing the party? Yep. Tells Riley, remember him? He's she the saviour. She put her boots up on the desk at the start. Her With boots. lots of adjecti- adjectives. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, sorry, I was totally lost there. Um, she tells Riley that she put Shane in the attic to be hidden. 
cool. remember? And that's where they find her. And Lynn slash Gwen. <gasps> what? I don't know why they made her be hiding as someone else for like a hot page and then that's it. Just to get more characters. And then Lynn is forcing Shane to go out onto a balcony that's got no safety railing. And she's like, oh, with your fear of heights, you'll definitely fall off. Okay. If you'd tracked someone down and gone to the extent of almost murdering their friends, wouldn't you just kill them with like a hammer, for yeah. instance, or a gun or a knife? Yeah. Or... Does she want to look like an accident? Is that why? Maybe, but like the other ones aren't. Oh, I guess they could look like an accident. Just push her in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to wait for you to fall off. You'll be, you're so bad at balancing that you'll definitely fall you, off. Because she could just like lie down or something on the thing and then she won't fall off. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. And then they'll have to kick you off and then you can just hang onto their foot. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. Take them with you. Uh, so get this. Sarah, remember Sarah? <laughs> Sarah? You say that for every character. I'm like, no. <laughs> Sarah throws a dart <laughs> and it hits Lynn right on the middle of the wrist. How good a dart player is this teenage American great. girl? great. Well, it depends if she was aiming for her head, then not very good. <laughs> I was aiming for her eye and it hit her right in the wrist. That's really a specific... That's a I small could space. not throw a dart and hit you in the wrist. But it depends if that's distance. what she's aiming for. How is she... Where has she got a dart from? How dart good board. at darts is she? <laughs> in this rich American's house, there's a dart board on the balcony. Like, what in the attic? From my balcony darts. So weird. I, I've asked you so many times to come to my balcony dart <laughs> tournament, and you will not come. I'm just no good. <laughs> um, so the knife, the dart in the middle of the wrist makes her drop the knife that she was holding, and then Riley tackles her, and then Lynn falls off the bal- balcony and dies. <gasps> Bye. That's really... What is that? There's an ending to that entire plot. Do you know what I mean? Nothing goes together. It's so strange. Have you noticed almost all of the baddies in these books are dispatched by falling off something? <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to... Because then you it's, can't like, have them it's be not killed. anyone's fault. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to imply that they're murderers, even though they definitely are. Um, and then it's just the end. Like, it ends there. There's no yeah. epilogue. There's no, like, what happened to any of them. No, done. No sense of their ongoing trauma. <laughs> no, it's just finished. Almost immediately there. Like, she hated this writing this book so much, she couldn't go She's on like, further. I, I, right, I've got to the end. Yeah. Fuck that shit, send. But let me see if I can find, like, the last line. Yeah, there's one page more, and it's literally, like, Shane, white-faced, tear-streaked. Oh, I've got to got those uh, adjectives nice. in. Smiled and exhausted, but beautiful smile of relief. Of course beautiful. Riley reached out. Kind of an ugly girl. You can't have an ugly girl. Come on, please. In these books... Riley reached out and took Sarah's hand. That's it. The end. Finished. <laughs> what a terrible book. It was just very boring. You barely read it. I barely read it. it I really <laughs> tried so hard and then by about the third page I was like, I've lost track of this. I had people. to make Come notes on that shit. <laughs> yeah. For an entire book. It there was... was a point that I thought I've missed something because I got to the point where she was talking about Oh, I've, that we stole this thing together, and I was like, I've missed some yeah, what are you talking about? plot point earlier. But I don't think I had, actually. And then like you're like, sorry, who's Gwen? What's going on? Where are you? Yeah. And then like, it's just weird, isn't it? Like, really bad. If you read this, listeners, please let us know. Because mm-hmm. what the fuck? Write in, as Heather. Write in, ring in. To. Send us a postcard. Page me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got a little bit of queer subtext. Not much. Uh, Sarah says that Riley White has the greatest smile she's ever noticed on a boy. Right? Which leads me to think she constantly sees great smiles on girls. Mm. But she's forcing herself to... It's very tenuous. Like, she's mostly a lesbian, but for this one guy, she'll make an exception. And she's closeted, so she can't go out with all those Mm. girls she finds really hot. So she's going to have to go with Riley White. Who lets... I mean, he is living beige. He's living white. Yeah, awful. Um, we don't really have any 90s things, apart from if you think... I mean, I think they live in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's house. That's like how I imagined the it. the Sweet Valley High girls. Yeah, yeah I didn't really watch that. Or no, and actually Fresh Prince, uh, his house was much posher. But I don't know if they had a heated pool. Mm. Or a sauna. Or an underground freezer. <laughs> cool. That's useful. Um, but we do have quite a bit of fashion. Yes. So, Ellie, because we painstakingly get to watch them all get ready for no reason 
Ellie is wearing a blaze of royal blue and emerald panels on a slender column of silky fabric. Actually, that would suit you. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I had a really similar dress that wouldn't fit me because it was just, it wouldn't, I mean, it, it fit me, but it just not, did not make me look good. But it had mm. that sort of thing on. So in a style that suited my shape more, I think I'd look slamming. Um, Donald, on the other hand, is wearing khaki slacks and a rust-coloured sweater <sighs> under a tan sport coat. So you're going as a sex pest. Tan plus tan. <laughs> and rust-coloured. And oh, rust-coloured. So brown. <laughs> Why don't you just say brown? I'm, I'm going as brown. Clutching his cream-coloured rectangle. <laughs> Precious <laughs> cream-coloured rectangle. Precious, Precious rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shane is wearing The word a... Precious has really been ruined by Gollum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's Gollum in this. Okay. Um, Shane is wearing a bright blood red dress with tiny sleeves and a short full skirt. What are you immediately thinking of? What do you mean? A dress? A red dress with little sleeves and a full skirt? I am thinking of the dress that Divine wears in, I think, Flamingos. I don't know what that looks like. Oh, it's like, oh, my internet's trying to get on my internet at my house rather than yours, <laughs> so I can't even show you. Um, Divine. Yeah, there's not very good wife. Flamingos. Anyway, Google it. And okay. you'll see this dress, where it's oh, like very blood that's red. That's not tiny sleeves, though. That's true. Oh, I but see it is very full mean. at the bottom. But with like a mermaid train on the skirt. Yes, like a mermaid shape blood yeah. red dress see, I, with divine on top. Tiny sleeves. I'm like, does that mean little short flutter sleeves or like little thin sleeves? Oh, yeah, like cap sleeves. Yeah. Anyway, I imagined her as divine for the entire rest of the book, nice. which I have to say made it loads better. If you imagine that it as way your favourite, like, drag women. Yeah. Um, Maggie wears a black... just imagine them all as drag queens, it's much better. Yes. Maggie wears a black dress with spaghetti straps and a sarong skirt, which is so 90s. That's so 90s. I'm almost certain I had that exact dress in the 90s. <laughs> I think I wore it to my, like, high school leavers ball? I imagine... it's called at school? Whatever it's called. I imagine the sarong skirt being mainly brown as well. <sighs> I mean, just seeing David Beckham that time he wore a sarong and everyone oh, lost yeah. their fucking minds as if that was, like, gender-bending. Do you remember he had that period of time where he was just so unattractive but everybody fancied him? Mm-hmm. Now he's crazy hot. Uh, I think he's a dick, though. Oh, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to be you, near you, him. You like a footballer type, a pretty footballer. Only if they're, like, covered in tattoos. Only mm. if they're, like, the bad boy of the boy band group. <laughs> wow. A bad <laughs> like, boy... <laughs> Boy band. A boy band, bad boy. I loved them. I always liked the Shane or the AJ. Aww. You know, they had one piercing and everyone's like, Ooh, oh my God, God. such a bad boy. He's got a goatee and a tiny bit of blonde in his hair. But like oh a God, scar in his eyebrow. <laughs> a scar. Yeah. They just shaved yeah. their eyebrows. Or plucked. Did a little, like plucked a little gap in it. The bad boys had their eyebrows waxed. Mm-hmm. That's how bad boy they were. So do we have a too stupid to live heroine? I mean, who's the heroine? There aren't any. Is Maggie the heroine? Oh. She gets the most, like, screen time. <laughs> Good way of putting that. Um, I don't really think any of them are... We've got too many characters. Yeah, as There's always. No... I mean, it's not Cass, because she's the dick. In, in almost all... In fact, I'm going to say all Diane Ho books, there are too many characters. Too many characters, too again, much stuff like, going on. She's always got good settings. Mm. So, like, the creepy hospital and the fever. We had Fun House with the, like, fun fair mm-hmm. on the boardwalk. And we had... Um, the train. The train, that was a good setting. Again, They're all like, very filmic. Yeah. I think she's a frustrated screenwriter. I'm, I can't believe no point horror was made into a film. Because they were ripping off other films. Mm. We've talked about this. Okay, that's probably why. Um, but I mean, a, a lot of horror films are just like rip-offs of other stuff. Well, you know what? It's probably next on the fucking nostalgia merry-go-round. So we'll oh, probably get... Maybe after Marvel and DC stop. Remake. They'll just remake every single... We're available to write the screenplays, I know. By See the way. if these get remade and there's like woke, queer remakes, body positive, multiracial remakes of all of these books. And We're we doing are not it. part of it. We're doing I'm it. fucking raging. We could crack them out so quickly. Right? Oh, God, In fact, yeah. we've already rewritten most of these on the episode yeah. to make them better. <laughs> we've already done half the work. Yeah. Just give us money. Yeah. Give us money and we'll do more. Um, have we we got... will clear our schedules for that. Have we got a sexy bad boy sociopath? I mean, no. we've got Lynn, but she doesn't appear until the end, and then, so she's not really a character. She's not, like, sexy, really. And Cass isn't a sociopath, she's just a twat. Yeah. Just a rich asshole. And that boy is just beigey beige. Yeah. <sighs> no. So, we haven't really got any death toll, either. No. Like, no one 
properly dies, apart from her at the end, and she just, well, it's a one. Yeah. But I didn't give a shit because she wasn't even in the book. Rubbish. Queer subtext. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of queer subtext that we've already spoken about, but not really any interesting. I mean, you could have had so much. You could have had two women trapped in a sauna. Right. And then they would have had to just take all their clothes off because they're so hot. Mm -hmm. And then they would have, yeah, whatever. It could have been good. And they would have to kiss just because. Just because we need to share the oxygen because there's not enough in here. Um, It was like last week with Rochelle. We'll have to just pretend at being together. Make it look while real. we're naked in a sauna, yeah. <laughs> make it look real. <laughs> I'm gonna use that from now on. <laughs> uh, was it good though? No. No. Two. One. Yeah. Oof, I really hated it. It was a real struggle because it wasn't like a hate read. It was just boring it was just and rubbish. Boring. In fact, it really reminded me, and I know I've mentioned these on the podcast before. These Richard Lehman books mm-hmm. that I like, but obviously they're not as sleazy as, not as violent as the Richard Lehman ones. But he does a similar thing where it's just like a load of rambling nonsense happens, and then at the end, a new character is introduced who's like the killer, and you're like, great. Well, what was the point of cool. all the rest then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. A, it cheaps out and it makes you feel so annoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it good bad though? We should do a Richard Lehman book at some point. Oh, yeah. For I the keep saying podcast, I want to do the, the bonus. Beast House ones where there's this... Oh, I told you about this one. There's this creepy old house and in the cellar is a beast that has all these women enthralled to it. And it's because it has an enormous penis and at the tip of the penis is a tongue. <gasps> I think you've mentioned I'm, it. I'm like, you don't understand anatomy. Nobody wants their cervix lit. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want a tiny tongue playing no, in my cervix. it's not how it works. So he's it's obviously been like, it open so you know it can what women you. like? Cocks and tongue. I'll put it together. They don't, when you're getting eaten out, the tongue doesn't go all the way to the cervix. It doesn't go to the top. It's not like one of those like party things. <laughs> it's not like just when you get a smear test, you're like, yeah. Oh, yes. Creep. I, I wait. recently had a layer burned off my cervix. <laughs> and let me tell you, it was not enjoyable. It was not enjoyable in any way. I did not well, have Richard a good time. in that. He apparently thinks it would be fun. <laughs> I mean, he's dead, unfortunately. I mean, they did tell. get a tiny tongue out and tickle it. <laughs> tiny tongue out and tickle it. <laughs> Weird. I was like, is this normal procedure or what's going supposed on? supposed to happen or? No, they didn't. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do one of those books for the bonus Patreon. Uh, is it good, bad? No. No. Just again. Bad, bad. Boring. One. I'm going to give it both. two for good, bad. I mean, the thing is, the setting is good. Like, it could have been good. Mm. And that idea of, like, they're all locked in separate rooms, like, it could be good. It's just not good. Yeah. It could have been, but it wasn't. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a two for good, bad. Yeah. Diane, you've done really badly here. Yeah. I think it's the worst hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and there have been some good hoes. Mm-hmm. This there is are not loads a good ho. of good hoes. This is a disappointing hoe. Yeah. <laughs> It's the worst hoe. Mm-hmm. I've not enjoyed this hoe. No. Um, I better. would not take this hoe into my garden and okay, kill the yes. soil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even I had enough of that and I can carry a bad joke. <laughs> I think I felt my will to live no. just this case. It's better the longer you do it. No, that's true of nothing. <laughs> better the longer you hoe. That's true of literally nothing. Yeah. If anyone's ever like, just keep going, you'll enjoy it. No, you no, won't. No, you won't. You won't. Stop. <laughs> Especially running. Oof. Stop running. Everyone. <laughs> uh, the well, only reason that I run is for the moment when I can stop running. See, I am always stopped running. <laughs> so I'm ahead of you. So every every moment is a joy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's the thing from like the Avengers? That's my secret, Captain. I'm never running. <laughs> I haven't seen the Avengers. Oh, well, no. you're not missing. Okay. Um, do you know what we're doing next episode, or shall I tell you? You can tell me. It's The Claw. Oh, yes. By... Do you know I haven't read this one? I haven't read this one either. Carol Adams. Carmen Adams. Carol Ellis. I'm just saying names. Carmen, Carmen Adams. Adams. Okay. I can see it from here. That must be a pseudonym. Carmen and Adams. <laughs> Could be. Carmen and Adams. I... Yeah, I haven't read this one, so hmm. lots of people say it's shit, so that'll be fun. Oh, <laughs> good. We've not had a shit one for ages, have we? So that'll be fun. Something's got to be at the bottom of the pile. Oh, and if God. it's not this, maybe it can be the claw. Although we have got some robot Stein to come, so he's <laughs> always, always at the bottom of the pile. And it's the babysitter four, which I hear is the not-so one. Right. So, uh, listeners, let us know if you read this pile of absolute garbage and what you thought. Uh, Don't bother, just listen to this instead. 
No, I'd like to hear what they want to know. And how can they tell us, Kirsty? (gasps) Nice segue. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, at Teenage Scream underscore, and on Instagram, at Teenage Scream pod. And if you want to hear us cover books like uh, Liquor Cervix... (laughs) 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 I'm assuming that's the title. Um, You can... Called I Don't Understand Female Anatomy. (laughs) Cervix talking. What even is a clitoris? (laughs) Why bother? Go straight for the cervix. Oh, Um, here's my research fact of the day, since this is a thing that we're doing from our novel research. Um, Have you heard about people talking about the witch's mark? The back in the day of witch trials. Oh, you had like You would a, get stripped yeah. and searched for a witch's mark, which was like a, if you had like an extra nipple or whatever, it was where you suckled to the devil. Mm. But um, some people say that it was the clitoris. <gasps> like if you had like a visible clitoris, then it was like you were wicked. Doesn't everyone have a visible clitoris? I mean, if you really look for if it. If you look, yeah. I imagine if you're just like standing. <laughs> if you're meters you away. <laughs> yeah. Get your binoculars out. <laughs> if you really look, sure. then yeah. But yeah, apparently. There wow. is a theory. Obviously, I don't know. I wasn't there at the time. But. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because we know that a lot of people who would have been done as witches were trans people. Mm-hmm. So you wonder how that worked. Because, again, it's the, it like the witch hunt now mm. around people being obsessed with genitalia as well. That's true. Interesting. That's hmm. true. What a fascinating fact. Yeah. 10 out of 10, actually, for that one. Thanks. I would say generally other people's genitalia is not really your concern if you're not like about to go anywhere near it. Yeah. Especially if you just think there might be a witch. Leave them alone. I know. Yes. I guarantee they're not. So if you want us to cover more uh, cervix-related books, <laughs> you can join We've our... We've got so many more clitoris <laughs> <laughs> You can join our Patreon community by going to patreon.com slash teenagescreenpodcast. Look at that. I remembered a web address. You always look so unsure when you say it <laughs> like, as well. Is yeah. it there? So I'm trying to just type it out in my yeah. head. Um, and there you'll get a podcast every month an extra special bonus secret podcast um and you get a pin badge that looks really cool and you keep us going which is really nice because you know it's nice and (laughs) all of our listeners keep us going we value you all so much thank you we do um and we will see you next time for the bye bye